All right. Mind and the Motorcycle, Naked News, Year 2, Volume 94, August 2nd, 2022. I am a lone voice in the universe. Um, and back from COVID, I know the last one I recorded, I was kind of COVIDized, and um, I'm I am no longer in that in that state. Um, I want to do a quick shout out because I want to forward this to him and give him an excuse to listen to it. Um, it's to a fellow by the name of Phil Balboni um, up in the Boston area. Um, he has uh, had for quite some time now a phenomenal, phenomenal news source called, called Daily Chatter. Um, you get it each day. You will not read these stories anywhere else, and you will not read them um, with kind of the degree of clarity uh, that Daily Chatter brings to stories. It's really good. Uh, maybe five stories a day. It's not like some ponderous, you know, uh, political diatribe of shit. It's really good. And uh, so I'm including it for that reason. And in addition to that, um, I started reading Daily Chatter and uh, communicated with Phil. Um, and it was a real ease from my part. And honestly, I think um, my uh, connection with him had everything to do with my uh, doing the naked news Um I, I, I guess I, I felt like doing my part. Anyway, I'm kind of watching the time. I'm sorry I'm blabbing on. All right, let's get to the news. Um, I hope I do a good job. There's just a, a ton of stories that I really got to, um, I really enjoyed slapping them together. All right, let's go. First thing, it's going to be climate. Record-breaking heat waves, lethal flooding, and extreme weather events are just the beginning of the climate crisis. And that's according to a leading UK climate scientist. Man, I saw this story and I said, okay, this is the lead. Um, in his new book published last Thursday, Hothouse Earth, An Inhabitant's Guide, Bill McGuire argues that after years of ignoring warnings from scientists, it is too late to avoid the catastrophic impacts of climate change. And uh, he's a University College London Earth Sciences professor and um, again, has academic you know, credibility. A um, lot of quotes from him. But uh, as we head further into 2022, it is already a different world out there, he said. Soon, it will be unrecognizable to every one of us. Um, Many climate scientists, McGuire said, are much more scared about the future than they are willing to admit in public. He calls their reluctance to acknowledge the futility of current climate action climate appeasement and says it only makes things worse um it i just like whoa man amen um for me finally somebody agrees with me and he and he's actually credible unlike myself who has no idea what he's talking about the truth is whatever first world countries end up doing to respond to the climate clusterfuck it will be too little too late. The smart money needs to plan to adjust to the inevitability of what is to come. Uh, more climate um, and more bad news. The worst case outcomes of an unmitigated climate emergency 
civilizational collapse or even human extinction are dangerously underexplored uh, scenarios that require further study. This is from an analysis published uh, just yesterday. Quote, there is ample evidence that climate change could become catastrophic. We could enter such end games at even modest levels of warming. Um, and this is a perspective that was published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. And there are a handful of, of scientists. Um, I, I, I can read it. Uh, the paper's authors caution that, quote, facing a future of accelerating climate change while blind to worst case scenarios is naive risk management at best and fatally foolish at worst. More, there is ample evidence that climate change could become catastrophic. We could enter such end games at even modest levels of warming. And uh, from me, finally, we are beginning to see serious scientific agreement on the inevitability of the human catastrophe married to the climate emergency. Still, it is often couched in terms like demanding further study because we can't stand the truth. Thank you, Jack. Uh, I'm a little bit closer to home, but still the climate. Uh, progressive leaders in Congress and, and other uh, activists on uh, last Wednesday, they came together to call on U.S. President Joe Biden to declare a climate emergency, which would give his administration more resources to take on the global crisis. Um, it couldn't be clearer that the climate crisis is here and needs to be addressed urgently. And that was from Congressional Progressive Caucus Chair Pramila Jayapal. Uh, okay, from me, this is a global problem demanding a response from all countries. I know we like to think that America is the center of the universe, but the climate challenge must be addressed by the world. Good luck. Uh, more protests, an indigenous-led blockade outside the U.S. Department of Interior um, early this past Monday morning, morning uh, they uh, called on uh, Biden to declare a climate emergency and halt all new fossil fuel projects, a demand that came as the White House and Senate Democrats are pushing legislation that could unleash a flurry of drilling activity on public lands and waters. I know we've been talking about this for a really long time. So uh, addressing the president directly, the collective wrote on social media, declare a climate emergency and stop approving all fossil fuel projects, including leases, exports, plastic plants, and pipelines. Uh, my short line, what can I say? Um, a little, uh, do I want to? No, I don't. All right. Um, as uh, fossil fuel giants uh, this week report second, uh, second I'm sorry, reported second profits uh, for the second quarter, record profits for the second quarter. An analysis out the end of last week highlighted how eight oil companies have raked in nearly 52 billion bucks over the past three months, while Americans continue to struggle at the pump. Uh, the review by the watchdog group Accountable U.S. revealed that from April through June, Chevron, Equinor, ExxonMobil, Hescorp, Phillips 66, Shell, and Technip something saw their profits skyrocket from the same time period last year with income shooting up, ready, 235%.
Me? Why is this okay? Why isn't it criminal? Why does nobody, including mainstream media, give a shit? You know why? Because they are on the receiving end of some of the money, in addition to the shareholders of these companies and the CEOs, and not to mention all the politicians. Uh, More on oil. Shell posted second quarter record profits uh, last week with $11.5 billion second quarter profit smashing the market set only three months before. The company also announced a $6 billion share buyback program for the current quarter. So Shell bought back $8.5 billion of shares in the first half of 2022. So uh, if you think increased profits are going back to us to lower the cost, are you fucking kidding me? You would think that oil and gas corporations would be making less profit in such difficult times. Wrong. It is good news for their shareholders while and their stock price while the rest of us get screwed. Uh, oh, more on these dudes and how they influence policy. The oil and gas industry, one of the most powerful corporate forces in American politics, has spent more than 200 million bucks over the past year and a half to stop Congress from slashing carbon emissions as evidence of their catastrophic impact. Uh, that that top-line estimate um, of the fossil fuel industry's lobbying outlays and congressional election spending in election spending in the U.S. was calculated by Climate Power. Uh, Nearly 80% of the industry's campaign donations during the time period examined went to Republican candidates, according to Climate Power. Uh, This story is a companion piece to the prior one regarding Shell Oil's profits. They are spending money to keep making money. Their bottom line is the opposite of human beings' bottom line for survival. Uh, Not done with these bastards. The oil and gas industry is openly lauding elements of a reconciliation package that includes historic renewable energy investments, a response likely to heighten climate advocates' wariness of the bill as Democrats look to push it through the Senate as soon as next week. This was the dude that that, uh, Manchin came around on and, uh, you know, green energy and, and, you know, really being lauded uh, and... uh, The legislation, whose scope and ambitions were dictated by fossil fuel industry ally Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat, West Virginia, includes components that, quote, that are helpful to our business. That is from Rich Walsh of Valero. And uh, so uh, they're going to, they ain't rolling over. Um, They're putting a ton of money in their fucking pockets um, in the midst of this package. Real, uh, real smoke and mirrors. Uh, Politico reported last week that the oil and gas industry, which has spent more than $200 million since last year to, to tank climate legislation, has identified provisions that may make the climate medicine go down a little easier. Um, it, I, you know, it, I, I just think that's, that's wonderful. I mean, I, I, I worry about that. Um, I knew there was more to the story of Ken Manchin seeing God and approving the reconciliation package regarding climate and a wealth tax, etc. Oh, childcare is left out of this wonderful new package. 
So, ladies, you can't have an abortion, and there is no money for easing the burden of childcare for you. Funny, this bill will be touted as an incredible breakthrough. It's just, it's just, you know, really interesting um, how shit gets spun. So, um, and we're going to be spinning with the meds. Uh, while it's thousands of lobbyists working fervently on Capitol Hill with, with them doing that, the pharmaceutical industry is flooding the airwaves in several states with deceptive ads in a last-ditch campaign to block Senate Democrats' plan to curb the unchecked pricing power of drug companies. Um, as part of this uh, reconciliation package negotiated by Manchin and Schumer, the proposal would require Medicare to negotiate the prices of a small number of drugs directly with pharmaceutical companies, which can currently drive up costs as they please, boosting their profits at the expense of patients. This is an interesting piece of legislation. Um, and this was reported um, in um, Pharmaceutical Research and Manufacturers of America, and um, it's under a group called American Commitment. Um, and they have spent millions on ads to attack Democrats' proposals, key parts of which are overwhelmingly popular with the American uh, people. So um, an American Commitment is a nonprofit with ties to the Koch brothers. And I'm not going to go off on those guys now, but... Um, they are uh, the Darth Vader of America. Um, all right, uh, we'll keep it, we're, we're going to keep it dark. Um, in the month of June, as the House January 6th committee revealed alarming new details on former President Donald Trump's coup attempt, corporate trade groups and Fortune 500 companies, get this now, donated more than $819,000 to the Republican mem members of Congress who voted against certifying the 2020 election results. Um, and that's according to a new analysis uh, provided to Common Dreams, that the other source um, you know, with Daily Chatter, wonderful, wonderful news source. Um, it, this was reported to them by uh, Accountable US, and they've been tracking uh, corporate contributions to the so-called Sedition Caucus, and that's a group of 147 lawmakers who just hours after the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol voted to overturn the 2020 election in an attempt to help Trump maintain his grip on power. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I've known about this. But then when you, you hear it or I, I read it and I listen, I say, are you, are you fucking insane? Uh, you don't do that shit in my country. Man, blows my mind comment. You want to follow the future of this country? Just follow the money, whether it relates to big business or politics, protecting most with the most. All right. Uh, um, yeah, we're going to stay with money, honey. Oh, Jesus, I love this. After a thorough examination of the issues, the trustees concluded that the actions of one Bin Laden family member should not tarnish the whole family. Um, and they're referring to a million pounds in charitable donations to the Prince of Wales Charitable Fund. Uh, and this came from family members of Osama bin Laden. Um, really? I mean, really? 
um, my my uh, my comment. Who gives a shit where the money comes from? Obviously, the Prince of Wales doesn't care, and neither do many professional golfers who have joined the Saudi-funded golf tour (LIV). I don't know. Do we all have a price, and are we all missing a conscience? <clears throat> Man. Uh, Iranian authorities began covering graves, showing images of women without the mandatory headscarf, the hijab, as the government intensifies its crackdown on how Iranian women can dress. This is according to Radio Free Europe. Cemetery officials in the capital said that nearly 100 tombstones with photos of women without a job had been corrected. The new rules bar women from government offices, banks, and public transportation if they are violating the new requirements. Iranian netizens, what is that? Um, oh, yeah, those are like, um, yeah, computer people. Um, Iranian netizens have also posted on social media instances of, I want, I, I just, the title grabbed me, I had to do the story, of Iran's infamous guidance patrols or morality police violently enforcing the rules, including detaining women. Um, on uh, this last July 12th, activists posted videos of themselves publicly removing their scarves during Iran's National Day of Hijab. A quote, What kind of God discriminates against anyone, let alone half the world? Not my God, not ever. Um, how are we? Oh, wow, we're doing great. Uh, I, got a, <laughs> I got a dog story. And boy, you want to talk about some, uh, some word salad. Uh, Turkmenistan passed a new law last week that would restrict the export of its prized native dog breed, an animal highly venerated by the leadership of the Central Asian nation. This was reported by Associated Press. The new regulations will require all puppies of the Alibay breed to be marked in the government's pedigree book and register of pedigree dogs. Owners will also need special dog passports and government export permissions to allow their canines to leave the country. Here comes some more words. Oh, I can't even. Oh, my God. Ready? Former President Gubanguli, here, here, Bertie Mukhamedov, is particularly fond of the animal, publishing a book and writing a song about the breed. In recent years, he established a holiday in honor of the Alibay and unveiled a 40-foot-tall statue. My note, what the hell? In the midst of all that's going on, I thought a dog story would be a welcome relief. Um, I, I, just more things catching, catching my eye. This one is on AI, and it was like, whoa. Uh, a new study on program robots showed the first <clears throat> empirical evidence that automatons can be biased according to the Washington Post. Um, in the, the experiment, 62 uh, bot commands were, were given. And uh, let me see how they gave, I'm very sorry. They gave the bots 62 commands to scan with blocks with people's faces and then identify them by certain titles, such as homemaker, doctor, criminal. Um, the AI, however, provided some disturbing results. This, get this. 
uh, black and Latina women were more likely to be picked as homemakers than white men. In the case of criminals, black men were 9% more frequently chosen than white ones. Women were also less likely to be identified as a doctor than a man, the, these findings showed. Um, they warned that the, the, the findings show that racist and sexist biases baked into AI systems can sweep into ro- seep into robots that use them to guide their to um, uh, guide their um, operations. In uh, <laughs> this particular story, caught my eye because there is an idea that AI is some perfect, pure system based on facts. What if these machines have built-in prejudices, just like us, the human machines? Um, in uh, um, this kind of, boy just grabbed me in the throat. Um, one fifth of all sequoias have been destroyed by fires. Many of these trees are way over a thousand years old. I just saw that short piece and it's like holy shit. And and the the loss is not only tragic, it's irrevocable irrevocable god it stunned me um and it and of course it gave me uh my closing poem uh this is a poem called trees uh it's by joyce kilmer i think that i shall never see a poem lovely as a tree a tree whose hungry mouth is pressed against the earth sweet flowing breast a tree that looks at god all day and lifts her leafy arms to pray a tree that may in summer wear a nest of robins in her hair, upon whose bosom snow has lain, who intimately lives with rain. Poems are made by fools like me, but only God can make a tree. Huh? Oh, I really had a ball doing this. Oh, man, I really liked it. Um, Christ, tell your friends. um, Nobody's talking this kind of shit. I seriously... So um, I appreciate it. Um, Thank you for listening. Um, And as I always say, um, until next week, same time, same station. God bless, eh?